And there you go. Our guest today is not only a singer, but I understand she has many other talents. Welcome to the Swarm Unplugged today. And glad to have all of you joining us at the one o'clock on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Don't forget, we're on every Tuesday and Thursday. Uh, so having a little fun with our guests. Uh, and I'm not even going to tell you who she is yet. I'm sure you already know, but this is going to be a surprise for everybody. And I know just in a brief discussion before we started, she tells us that we have no idea who she is, no idea anything about her, and that we are just uh, dumb as a driven snow as far as finding out anything about her. But I think we're going to fake her out here just a little bit today. And before we even talk about our guest today, I want to introduce again for the 15,000th time, my very, very special co-host, Tony Kay. Uh, great. Okay. 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 Tony Kay. Very good. Uh, very good to see you today. Is this Tony C or Tony Kay? Which one is this today? Christopher. How are you, man? I'm yeah, from man. the islands. Ah. I come, I come with my dreadlocks. I'm prepared for anything you have to see or tell me to do. Anything. Well, that's good. Good. And which, which island do you come from? Jamaica, from a place called Otorias. It's very special. We have the Al Kaiser, the, the Dons, Red Falls, all kind of thing. We have lots yeah. of very good spicy food. You come and visit, Christopher, and we'll take care of you. Very good. You, will you pay for the flight in the room for me? Every day, all the time, we have a tent special on okay. the, right on the ocean. It's on the ocean, especially well, for I, you. If I come, would you expect me to carry something back maybe that maybe uh, that would uh, help you and your business? Listen, we are Rastafarians for our reason. So we have everything you want. As long as the Babylon doesn't come along, we'll be fine. Okay? Now, okay. Christopher, let me ask you something. I want to be Certainly. serious because... Yeah. Yeah, this is ahead. serious here. I, I want to talk about a little bit about crypto, and yeah. I want to talk about all kinds of things today. Have you got anything interesting to tell me today about? Well, uh, I tell me. I, Come on. Speak since you're on today, you're going to probably really, really like this. But I heard of something that's called Bitcoin Beach. Have you heard of that place? Bitcoin Beach. What? Tell me. Tell me. Is this this? Uh, what is it about? Tell well, you, is this something to happen in Sal El Salvador, by chance? El Salvador, yeah. You have heard a little bit about it, haven't you? Yeah, yeah man. Yeah, man. Absolutely. Yeah, man. Tell well, me, man. Well, you know, if, if you were to have a whole village of 3,000 people and you decided that you want to get them all involved in using Bitcoin as a currency in that community, well, how would you go about that besides the way they did, which was have a very wealthy benefactor, start the whole thing up, right? And everybody gets a virtual wallet. So there you go. The village is all set to go. So uh, is that something that you're doing where you are? I tell you, listen, Christopher. May I call you Christopher or is it Mr. Knight? Why do I want to call you? No, yeah, Chris, Christopher's fine. Christopher's yeah. fine. Listen, I, I want to speak to the lady. I hear there's a lady in the background. I want to I speak to the lady. I'm, I'm tired of this 
shenanigans you're playing right well, you, you don't hear any more about bitcoin beach i mean seriously i mean el salvador just picked it as a national currency i mean come on yeah the cryptocurrency it's very good all right but let me see what your guest has to say about it okay well our, our guest is a lady named julia which is a star in the bees social community so you really want to meet her um, you, you don't know anything about her so why do you want to meet her because I know she's better looking than you. Uh, <laughs> a lot better looking. Uh, I'm really sorry I brought you on live. That's for sure. All right. Let's bring on Julia and see what you think in the process. Oh, no. We have another face up and it's a oh, monkey face. Is that a monkey face? What, what kind of emoji is that? Pretty sure that's a see no evil. Yeah, <laughs> pretty sure you're right. Yeah, <laughs> and, and uh, for sure that we share the same hairstyle. You trying to match my style? <laughs> I am. You know, I think my dreadlocks are a little bit more, you know, genuine than yours are. But you definitely, know, yours, yours are just curly. Mine's yeah. mine's true Rastafarian right here. Yeah, First, if mine get that I've far. Even, I've even got I've even got my 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 bongo drum here. You know, I mean, what more do you need? Can you sing and play us a tune? All right. That's what Julia can do. We just saw that. Yeah, that, oh, yeah, that version of me like is that. fantastic. With she's, another kind of hairdo, too. Yeah, she's the skinny little singing blonde me. Mm. <laughs> well, you come out of the box in all kinds of uh, flavors, don't you? And you also all right. She we, also we, works we in an customer. office. I want to fly in for sure. Uh, because I know what Julia does. So Julia, what in the heck do you really do? Huh? I want to hear this. Um, I want to hear. What is it? I so um, this is the Atlanta Neurotherapy Institute, and I train brains. I train brainwave activity to perform normal. So when people have conditions such as, well, I mean, really the American Academy of Pediatrics, uh, what it's most known for is um, ADD and ADHD, but we are real successful in helping people with anxiety, PTSD, depression, um, brain injuries. And that's Stephanie walking around back there because I am at work. And um, yeah, I take care of people. Um, I have a really good friend. I'm actually partnering with um, Diamond Dallas Page. So a lot of people know who he is with uh, DDPY. And we work with veterans with him, the Warrior's Purpose. So we'll be taking care of our veterans. So that's what I do. I train brainwaves. Fantastic. I, uh, wow. You can train uh, the... Uh, the the yeah the gerbils that run around this is going. On their, if you, you can train the if you can train those little gerbils running around my head you're really good at it uh, that's what exactly do. what I train yeah. Yeah, that is exactly good. what I do uh, yep. do, you, uh, do you do any brain surgery while you're at it no surgery we actually so our goal is to be non-invasive and help people avoid you know people come to us and our society is kind of you know just truly a mess. People come to us on, you know, even with children on eight and 10 medications. And um, our goal is to help them not have to be on so many medications or to avoid getting on them in the first place. So 
Uh, we just help the brain to do what it's supposed to do. And we also work with lifestyle and nutrition and all of those great things. So yeah, I have a really uh, rewarding job. So a lot of, a lot of things you- must have led to this point in your life though. So why don't we go back and tell a little story about who the young Julia was? What was young Julia like? Were you were you a good girl, a bad girl? Uh, how did you come to get into this? Yeah, you know, I want to know. I want to know. You know, all your boyfriends. I want to know. You know, your, your lifestyle. So, all right. Uh, <laughs> so this is this is. Okay, so I'm going to tell my story and I will preface this with while it may, um, when I'm telling the story, sometimes it can seem surreal. So I'll preface it with this is a story of great, great victory and hope. Um, But the the bottom line is, and I I don't always tell the story, but it is important in this case to understand how I got to where I am and even how I ended up being so involved in uh, back these uh, social. So I was, so believe it or not, um, I started my life on the streets of San Francisco living in Golden Gate Park as a child. My parents were uh, homeless heroin addicts. And um, we actually, it sounds so surreal too, but um, it, it, and ultimately it was a blessing and how I'm able to, you know, help people. Um, but my, I had a daily diet of uh, food from trash cans and my parents panhandled. So the people on the streets that you see, uh, homeless people under bridges, that was me. That was my family. And back in the 80s, they didn't necessarily just take the kids away. Um, That came later. So I ended up in foster care and uh, ultimately moved to Chicago. My family took off and went to Chicago. And I ended up in girls' homes and group homes in a ward of the state there. And um, so, yeah, lots of tragedy and, and things that happened. But there was just this inner knowledge that there was something different. So I watched a lot of people um, fall by the wayside. I watched a lot of um, death, drugs, um, young girls ending up in terrible situations. And while I did have a baby at a very young age, I have a fantastic daughter um, who's a wonderful, thriving human being, graduated with honors, a really wonderful girl. She's married and and having her second child. Yes, I am a grandmother. I'm having my third grandchild. I did, I knew that, uh, I knew that that's not what life was about. And so throughout my life, I, I lived with lots of different people. Um, and I took bits and pieces from people's lives that were positive and good and uh, applied them and decided that I wanted to figure out how to do what they were doing. And ultimately, um, fought very, very hard. So I always felt like, you know, for many years that I was behind the curve and uh, coming up from, you know, under the ground, if you will, just trying to get, you know, a breath of fresh air. And uh, <clears throat> believe it or not, uh, and and Ray knew me for the last six years, but coming into this situation, into my business, uh, was also a, a unique story, not typical. So um, my husband had been uh, a corporate um, engineer for a railroad company. And he also had grown up a very military lifestyle and had some uh, hits to the head, if you will, ultimately had a mini stroke and we lost him cognitively and mentally for about five years. Um, I was always into alternative therapies and alternative health. I had 
um, gone into nursing school and was very anti-establishment for that. So I went into <clears throat> some alternative therapies instead and um, functional medicine type things. And through a series of events was able to help my husband um, get his brain back. So I lost my husband for about five years. Um, we lost everything. I started my business while we were, so we went from a corporate lifestyle uh, to food stamps and no heat in my house. And that's when I started my business. So I just have, um, I have always had a belief that you don't have to give out of your abundance. And I've always been a giver. So have always given out of my lack and uh, abundance and provision came. And so I don't live, you know, the lifestyle that I grew up with. Um, but I, as I, I don't, I try not to stay too far removed from it. Um, because I was want to have compassion and not assume that people are in the situation they're in because they put themselves there. There are a lot of stereotypes. And um, that's also why, you know, the B social community and even just the freedom of cryptocurrency appeals to me so much because it's opportunity. I imagine if when I was a young girl, uh, how much less uh, striving and toiling I would have had to do if an opportunity to take a very small amount of money and invest and have such a turnaround or, an edu or be educated by people who knew what they were doing. Um, I'm doing that for people now. So just a great opportunity. And uh, wow. I have a really wonderful business. I'm connected to um, really wonderful people. And it was, uh, my motto is that integrity wins. So I have never been involved in like cutthroat business. Um, if I have to compromise my values, I, uh, won't involve myself. So yes, I could have made a lot more money in what I've done. I've put myself around a lot of very successful people. Um, I could have made more money. Um, I could have done more, but I chose not to because it would have involved compromising values or, you know, parts of who I am. And I, I've chosen to do it the hard way. Uh, sometimes I did it the hard way because I didn't know better and out of ignorance, you know, just having to learn. Um, but I am surrounded by wonderful people. So the counselor that I have here um, she changes lives with me every day. Elizabeth, she's part of our B social community. Um, Diamond Dallas Page came came through, and um, he is a, a former WWE wrestler. He owns the DDP Yoga Empire, and um, has become a good friend and has connected me with great people. I don't make tons of money because of him, but I make great connections and change lives because of him. Um, uh, Dr. Donald Dennis is a world-renowned mold toxicity specialist. He now sends all of his clients here for brain rehab. Um, and he published a paper, uh, which embarrassed me because he could have gone to any PhD that he wanted to go to. And he chose me and did a published a paper in a medical journal uh, with the work that we do with him, which was such an honor. And um, so I've had wonderful things happen in my life. And um, God has always been at the forefront. And... Um, a lot of people lose hope when they go through tragedies and have a hard life. But for me, I can see God from the beginning um, and all the way to the end. So again, never compromising my values. And this, this is why this community appeals to me. Um, integrity, principles, and uh, just regular people doing re regular things. So uh, that's, that's you know, that's my story. I know I, I, I joke and I told you guys, I don't, I try not to take myself too seriously and uh, I'm okay making fun of myself and having a good time and saying things that nobody else will say. Cause really when you've been through some of the stuff I've been through, um, you kind of feel like you don't have a lot to lose and you're not really worried about what people think at that point. Right. Cause um, I, you, you kind of become fearless at that point. 
So that's my story. Me as a little girl was very insecure, if you want to know the truth. Um, but I was a fighter, so I became uh, very strong. So now uh, I spend my days learning how to not live in crisis mode, you can imagine. Uh, working with people in mental health. That's what I do for a living. I help people recover. I have to keep myself accountable on a regular basis and remind myself that I'm not in an emergency. I'm not in a crisis. I'm not starving. I'm not going to go without. And I have people around me that are safe. And so I still to this day have to try not to live in emergency, you know, emergency mode. So that's, that's something that I, that I work with a lot uh, with other people and myself. So that's my story. Wow. So, Julia, how how uh, how so nice of you to share that and giving everybody a perspective of who who's behind uh, who's behind you know the, the the things that you struggled with, the things that you've overcome, and the where you are today is just an amazing story in itself. And and I know that that's not the only thing you do. You you also do some other things uh, in this community. So. Uh, tell us briefly what 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 you do uh, in our community that a lot of us have seen, but I, I want to hear it from your perspective as to you know w what you think uh, other people uh, get from what you do because obviously you, you're just a giver. You're clearly a giver, and for somebody that hasn't had much at the beginning and to bounce back and be who you are now, you certainly uh, uh, have no resentment. You've got nothing but obviously in my mind a, a gift of gift from God that 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 enables you to keep giving. So share that with us, would you? Um, so in the bees community, I so I came in at the beginning. I'm friends with Ray, um, the ray of light that we all know so dearly in the community. Um, and I, Ray and I are both visionaries. We're both, we have very similar personalities. And I believed in the vision that he shared with me, even though I didn't quite understand what he was telling me at the time. And I was willing to invest in that vision. So I came in early with the rest of you guys. I was there, you know, for the first stake, if you will. I have pictures of it in Ray's office. And from there, um, I wasn't originally involved in a lot of our community stuff because I was, you know, busy trying to keep this business uh, going. I was very early then. Um, and then we went through COVID. However, um, what I guess, number one, I actually have fun doing this. It's it's enjoyable to me to kind of separate from, you know, uh, the mundane everyday things that I do sometimes here. And um, in, in giving back, honestly, I, I wish I could give more. I, I want people to know about this because I when I see a good opportunity, I know that it's a good opportunity and I want to share it with other people. And one thing that I'm trying to, I know, Sometimes I wonder if people take me seriously out here uh, in the bees community because I I, I tend to be goofy and uh, you know again not take myself seriously or others seriously and do things that maybe nobody else would do or say what everybody's thinking that they would never say. Um, but I do that because I and I do this in everyday life. I want people to feel relaxed and normal. I think in society, people feel so abnormal about everything. And I just try to normalize everything. So um, the cryptocurrency and our exchange, I try to make it as easy and normal as possible for people so that regular, everyday, normal people want to come into it and, and recognize, hey, I can relate to that person or, hey, look, she doesn't take it so seriously. Maybe, maybe I don't need to be intimidated by this. So I try to remove the intimidation factor and break it down to just, you know, being comfortable. And uh, that's that's kind of my goal out there is just to make it comfortable. I want our show, the ladies show, to kind of be more like a talk show 
where people feel comfortable and um, you know, we're all getting to know each other and we don't really know what that's going to look like yet, but you know, I'm trying to engage the audience. I feel like, okay, this is going to be a terrible analogy. Don't crucify me here. But I feel like the women's show compared to everybody else's show is like women's basketball to regular basketball. That's the audience kind of differentiation that we're getting like, wah, wah, wah. So I'm hoping yeah. to inspire a little bit more uh, involvement in the women's show and, and maybe, um, maybe interview some, some interesting people that have things to say. I'd like participation and interaction. I, I don't. I don't agree with you at all on that one. I'm no, sorry, Julia. You, you and I don't don't see that the same. Tony, I got. I got to dig. No, Tony, I got to dig deeper here. Uh, now, when and how did you achieve your PhD? How did that come about? I did not get my PhD. Um, I was. I signed up to get my PhD, and life was moving so fast. Um, that in order to get where I was, I, it's a really neat story. So let's talk about neurotherapy and how I did this. So uh, Dr. David Williams and his wife, Krista, who are both part of this community now, um, Dr. Dave Williams is a really good friend of mine. And I had been involved with him because I was involved in alternative therapies. That's kind of my lifestyle. And I brought him in with me to harass uh, um, Bill Merkelis, who is also in this community now. He is um, the partner with Brain Master Technologies, which is to me the leading and most cutting edge neurotherapy um, system that you can get in pretty much the world. Um, they're worldwide. And I harassed him about starting a business. What do I do? I've got this equipment. What do I do? How do I help people? So he turned me over to uh, Dr. Rhodes in St. Louis at the St. Louis Neurotherapy Institute. And so I began to harass him and call him on a regular basis. What do I do? How do I do this? And I made Dr. Williams be on the phone with me because he is a doctor and I am not. Um, I was apprenticing and I was just very good at what I did and had a lot of experience. Um, I was brain training people with what I had. And Dr. Rhodes uh, one day asked me, you know, what are you doing? Why are you harassing me? And what is, you know, what is your story? So I had the opportunity to tell him all of my experience and all of my credentials and all of my training, um, or I could just tell him my story. And I told him my story and he invited me to St. Louis and kind of adopted me. And I modeled my clinic after him. And I ended up being trained by um, the you know, best people in the industry, uh, John Demos, who helps write curriculum and design software for even Brain Master uh, Technologies. They are all my mentors and educators. I've, you know, been through all their courses. So I just got highly educated and surrounded myself by the PhDs who didn't care too much about all of this, who all put their name on me and allow me to operate um, with their stamp of approval. Um, that's what how what an accomplishment. Wow. Wow, that is just amazing. That really, really is. That's just but, you know. But but there's but also Julie, something else. Julie, that, yeah, Julia has other talents, doesn't she? I, I you know, Chris. I, Don't I've heard that she, Chris, I've heard that she's she's been around uh, many other uh, talents that she has hidden, and I I've heard she's been around some very famous. But did you hear that, or or did you not? Yeah, what famous people? Are you kidding? Oh, what is all happening? Over. All over the all over the world, as a matter of fact, and I, I haven't uh, and, seen some of them. Have you? Have you seen well, all of them? I, I'm, 
Yeah, well, I've got I've got some uh, you know brief brief things, but you know I just uh, I'm amazed by where, all her history, and she Me just too. is not willing to accept the fact that she has even other talents. Is she? I'd like to see them. I'd really I'd like, like to see, see these them talents. too. I yeah. would like to see them. I want to let's show off her talents. Well, you know, you can see the variety of uh, her abilities there. Unbelievable I mean, talents. So many movie genres. Uh, the genres went, went full scope all over the movie spectrum. Uh, and especially the last of it. Did you notice when she was singing on the last of it? She actually had a shirt on with the M2 logo on it. Did you notice that? I did notice that. Wow. Yeah. I tell you, I told so you I knew she had she talents. Was, but she was doing, she was wow. doing that, that big singing on our behalf as a community with the M2 logo on the shirt while she was singing. That was really I'm fantastic. I'm just so busy. So busy. Yeah, well, you just, you have so much, so much talent to offer. I know. I'm just, and taking my clothes off all over the place. Well, <laughs> what, is, <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> well, <laughs> Yeah, well, no, we're, just, I, we're I, digging I, down. Yeah. We're digging down deep into your brain now. We're mind mapping your mind. Okay. There you go. So, there you go. Yeah. 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 I, I think okay. I think Jason said it best. You know, those those movies are so much better with uh, with you as the star. I mean, that just goes without saying. So you know, I I I knew you had these talents. I hadn't seen them before. Now the proof is in the pudding. I mean. Wow, Julia, there is so many different sides of you. You have so many different facets. It's absolutely amazing. I'm honored to yes. you know, I'm honored to, to know you. I really yes. am. I'm amazed very, myself. Very honored. I am uh, very like, amazed. You don't you don't uh, don't you remember all those all that time you spent and all that you remember all those acting lessons that you took and all that? I am pretty exhausted. I, I'm pretty tired. I now yeah. that I think about it. Yeah. yeah, you've only got time. You've got times to you. You don't even have time to ch chase chickens and bears, do you? Or do you? I mean, I, I don't know. Is, right. is, is that sideline still? I mean, I don't even know how I do. I am amazing. You guys are really. I am amazing, aren't I? No, absolutely, yes, indeed. absolutely. Just look at me. Yeah. Now I want. I want to know. I want to know something. We're, we're, we will. Uh, we're going to send out a note to your producer. Uh, and ask them for some other cuts of some of your other movies you've done uh, so that we can have them available the next time we get on. But right now, I want to talk That's about... That's just what the world needs right now. <laughs> well, it is. A, a little laugh, a little joy. What the heck, you know? And, and, a, and a beautiful star. Beautiful star. All right. Now that we're into that, let's, let's jump back a little bit on the B social area. Okay? All right. Now... You see Be Social, you've been around since, uh, well, I guess September, whatever it was, August, September. August, yeah. And during that time, you've seen a lot of changes. Yes. Uh, that being said, what is your personal opinion about where Opus Financial has gone and morphed into Be Social? Uh, what do you think of that transition? Do you think it should have stayed where it was? Or do you think it... it, uh, it its purpose was to move forward with this. Um, in following all of it from the beginning, I can, 
you know, kind of Ray would prepare me. He was, he was very um, upfront about it. He's like, look, you know, we're all learning this thing. It's emerging and changing. This is better. That's what Ray was always telling me. This is better. This is going to be better. And I believed him because I had, you know, every step of the way it was improvement upon improvement. So I don't have an opinion about whether it was better if it had stayed, you know, with the original plan. I'm assuming it would have been fantastic uh, because so far I haven't seen anything go in a way. I mean, everything that we've done or that has been projected has come out better than what was originally thought it would be. So I like the bees community. I like promoting the bees community. Um, it took some getting used to, um, but I, you know, the only time I have any issue, I think, is when people are dealing with the app with Opus and asking me the connection there. That's the point where I'm waiting to give information until we actually know how that connection looks. Um, right. I just saw him just, you know what, just mind the us and be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> well, they, they don't understand, you know, why I support this company or that company. That's that's always the question I get. Why am I supporting these people? I, well, to get us right now, just don't, just go ahead and keep doing it every day. But yet, yeah. let's, go, let's go into, when we first started, uh, and it was fun and games, but we were talking about a real community uh, that is called Bitcoin Beach. And mm -hmm. it's actually there and actually has been done with Bitcoin in El Salvador. Now yep. that brings us around to the full circle uh, to talk about M2 and its purpose. Uh, yep. Do you, do you have a vision of what M2 could become? And do you think it has the ability to become that? Based on my, I wouldn't say limited understanding, but my um, basic understanding of M2, M2 is designed to be a currency. Um, whereas I don't see Bitcoin at this point, maybe it's original intention, but Bitcoin itself is not, I don't think has, doesn't have the potential to be actually a currency. It, it, there's not enough of it. Number one, um, it doesn't have that capacity. Whereas I see M2 as having the capacity to be a currency for, for a community. Yes. So, um, in my opinion, and you know, I know a little bit about the background and it's, it's purpose and design. So yes, I do see m2 is being that it, i think you know i feel like we're still kind of quiet about m2 you know i don't really know where the 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 promoting and the discussion of it and i know everybody's still waiting on you know documents and papers to come out and then i think i'll be more opinionated about it but from from what i mostly know about it and i i feel like i know a lot about it um i do think m2 has that potential i believe that's its its design and its intention how are people going to actually be able to, I know they can mine it or they will be able to mine it, mm -hmm. but uh, how are they going to be able to spend it and use it? I think it's going to be communities. So, you know, if you get your community on board with it, you know, I, I kind of use the analogy of bananas with somebody. If your whole community values bananas and you're willing to trade bananas for your, you know, for different things, that, that would be a community currency because we put our value in that, right? Um, I think that it, it just takes explaining it and getting a community to understand it. And you just need a few, um, you know, farm, even let's say it's farmland, you need a few farmers and a few people to agree to it, just a few transactions to sh for people to experience how it works and how it moves. And if you can get a, even just a small community on board, I think that, um, that it would work that way. Obviously one individual, 
isn't going to be able to do it on their own. You've got to have someone to, you know, use it with that values it. There. Tony? You know, Julia, I, um, I think that I want to share with you um, something that I have thought uh, ever since I first met you, and that was that you are such an inspiration to the space that we're in and you give so much and you've come from where you've shared with us. And thank you for sharing that because that was uh, that was so uh, heartfelt. And I know that we're coming to the end of this and I know you have a, a wonderful show and an incredible service that you do for these social and for the crypto and, of course, for uh, cryptocurrency and everything that, that that we're in this space. And I, I really do appreciate that. And I mean that from from the bottom of my heart, I, I know what you what you put forward and the amount of time that you put in is is just it's immeasurable. I do want to say that I, I hope that you will grace us with your presence again because we don't have enough time now. But I know there's a lot more to Julia than than what you've shared with us, and I know that there's a bunch of people that would certainly want to hear more from you rather than Chris and me for sure. But so would you would you grace us with your presence again? Would you do that? Sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. I have, I have lots of positive things to share. So, and that, that's, you know, when I share my story, I want to make sure that people know that, um, you know, it's not a story to share tragedy or have a Hallmark movie or anything like that. It's a story of um, just total victory and not just in myself, but a, a victory. Be, well, and I put my faith and my hope in, in a creator who is the only one who can create opportunities like that, whether you believe in, that or not doesn't make it true or not true. Um, but you know, I can I can see it my whole life. There was something very very different in why I was able to navigate and see the things that I did. So I always want to shed light on that. But um, you know, that kind of hope needs to be shared. And there are a lot of hopeless people in the world. And uh, the B social community has an opportunity to share hope with people. And that's something I'm doing on a regular basis. Is is saying, hey, you know. I know that you just have a little bit, you just have a little bit of money. If you'll save, you know, I've helped people save up for a couple of months and said, all right, there's this great opportunity coming. Let me tell you how you can do this. And, and they're just mind blown that, that there's an opportunity for them to get out of the situation as something they would never be able to do. So money doesn't, doesn't change everything, but it certainly can feed you. And, you know, uh, being in poverty is, is never positive. So um, that's kind of my vision is, you know, to spread the wow. positive message. How how eloquently said, and I expected nothing less because you you have a, a wonderful way of, of presenting things and putting them into perspective and being really grounded about it. And again, wow, I uh, can't wait to have you on again, Julia. You really are an inspiration to me personally. And I know that mm -hmm. I speak for everybody else in the community well, too. So I want to give a shout out to, to um, Ray and his family because um, they've had, and I will get emotional, Ray and his family are wonderful, wonderful human beings. And um, Ray is like a brother and we do fight like brothers and sisters. Uh, we are very similar, but Ray and his heart and his family and his wife, um, Deborah, who's one of my best friends, are some of the most giving, loving, godly people that you will ever meet. And were it not for their love and support, in some of these hard times with my husband and his brain injury and this business, um, 
I, you know, God put people like him in my life. And I think hopefully me and their life, um, because I try to help Ray and Deborah as much as possible as well and be there for them. But I just want the community to know the type of people that that they are. And I joke about Ray being grouchy because he is. Uh, but they're really genuine, genuine people with the best integrity. Um, and they are my people. Those are the people I surround myself with. So I want to make sure that uh, so that joke about the ray of light is actually there's some truth to it. So that's beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, Julia, thank you so much for being on this episode, uh, the Swarm Unplugged, and you have brought us to uh, reality and to love and direction too. So thank you for that. Good. That's uh, that's great. Now we we try to you know we try not to be so serious, but we didn't get away with it this time, uh, and that's just fine. Every show, every episode is different to say the least. I know and, you thought you had me. I told you, I warned you, but I'll tell you yeah, what, know, next time. I know you did, but uh, yet, 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 you know, we still dug a little deeper, didn't we? Okay. But we've broken the ice and next time it's on, I'm, I'm bringing everything with me. So. Are you bringing all your guns out? Okay. All right. Well, yeah, you're welcome to do that because I think Tony and I are up to the challenge. So we'll find out how well that works for you. Yeah. All right. Yep. Wow. Julia, Julia, thanks again. Thanks for being on today. Thank you for having me. Uh, you know, Tony, this is uh, this has been a wonderful episode. Uh, I think we uh, uh, these are the things that make us really understand uh, life a little bit better. And some of the things, as we always say in, in on this uh, podcast, getting to know the people in our community that you just you see on, you'll see, you know, they're kind of they, they show up and they're they're there. But do we really know them? No, we don't really know them. And if you and I can bring that out, then we have done our job, haven't we? That's exactly right, Chris. I was you you took the words out of my mouth. And I I uh, think that we are on a we're going on a journey that hopefully brings a little bit more closeness and a little bit more openness to, like you say, who the people are behind what they believe in because it's great that you have passion you have drive you have everything else but it's really important when you find out who those people are behind behind uh behind that and you know when you hear people like julia and you see what she gives and what she you know what she does for everybody it's just no doubt that that you know we are where we are it's because of people like her and of course as she mm -hmm. said ray ray's also a great friend of mine so hey i can't wait for the next one I, uh, I I I hope I hope that you don't have me replaced before the next show. Well, uh, uh, nobody's responded on the Craigslist ad yet, so I guess you're safe at least until next week. But uh, you know, no telling. I I think I have to pay a, uh, another three weeks uh, ad cost on Craigslist, but we'll find we'll find somebody, and then just double my salary. You might yeah. you might get well, maybe you'd have to quadruple it, but you know, I, I can do that. I can do that right now. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> All right, Tony, thank you so much. My very special and much loved co-host, Tony Kay. So as we uh, as we close out this episode of the Swarm Unplugged, uh, I, I source thank Tony Kay, as I just did for being my co-host. I thank uh, Rick Shear, who is our technical director and makes us look good as we go through these episodes of bringing people on that are 
very sincere about the Bee Social community and about their lives and their times, so to speak. I'm Christopher Knight. Always remember. Oh, before I before I say that, don't forget to hit the subscribe button and the like button and leave a comment. It helps everything in this system, and we would love to have you do that. But don't forget always to listen, learn, and give. Thanks for joining us for this episode of the Swarm Unplugged podcast. Be sure to hit the follow button and leave us a glowing comment. Gravitate yourself to be on the podcast so you are the next one to introduce themselves to the B-Social community. See you on the next episode.